Hello and welcome to the Really Random Movie Reviews Podcast. Real people, real takes. I'm Danielle. And I'm Ben. In this show, we have an online movie generator choose a film for us to watch. It could be from any genre and any decade, as long as it's easily accessible for us. After viewing the movie, we sit here and discuss it at length. This week, we're talking about Free Willy. What will we think? Well, grab some popcorn, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, so we are talking about Free Willy. It is from 1993. It was directed by Simon Winsor. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. And it stars Jason James Richter, Lori Petty, Michael Madsen, Jane Atkinson, and many more. So before we get into this, we have not recorded in a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a few weeks. Sorry about that. We both got COVID a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Then we went on vacation. We were fine. We didn't, you know, we waited until we were better and we got better, thankfully, before we were scheduled to leave. And then we came back to real life. So <laughs> we're back now. We gave ourselves an extra week just to get back to our daily routines. But yeah, we're back and we're going to try and be as consistent as possible. But we are both very busy and we'll get even busier this month. So no promises on weekly all the time, but we'll see. Sorry in advance. So this movie is basically about this kid named Jesse who has to clean up the orca tank of an amusement park, kind of like a SeaWorld, but small town version of a SeaWorld, um, because he, he was caught doing graffiti and he has to clean it up. And he forms an unlikely bond with a whale named Willie. Yep. So, Ben, what is your background with this movie? This is a movie we go to Grandma's house, turn on, and start baking Christmas cookies with. It was was like this, Madagascar. Yeah, we had this on VHS. I think we we may have had the other, I think there are three movies. Yes. And we may have had at least the second one. But yeah, we had this on VHS. Watched it a little bit. We didn't, it wasn't in our regular routine. I think I most recently watched it. I don't know. I was probably middle school or high school. I I don't remember. Yeah. (laughs) But I remember watching it as an older person, <laughs> like as an older teen or something. Yeah. Do you you remember liking this movie growing up? As a kid, yeah. Yeah, same here. I mean, again, it wasn't part of our regular things that we would watch, but I remember enjoying it and the message behind it, the the story, I guess. So what was something that stood out to you in this movie now watching it as an adult? Kind of just the cheesiness of it. Yeah, how so? Like you can tell in some parts it's clearly an animatronic whale. Yeah. But in childhood with rose-colored glasses, it all looks super real. And that was pretty realistic back then Mm -hmm. for the 90s. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we could do better today, but... Oh, definitely. And I get it for, like, also safety reasons, having the kid be with a whale, a killer whale. Yeah. 
like that that's a whole lot of you know safety stuff or even an adult with a, a killer whale yeah with an orca they're literally like the serial killers of nature yeah when sharks are afraid of these animals yeah that's a problem <laughs> yeah yeah, and especially in captivity, there are some horror stories from, like, SeaWorlds and places like that. Yeah. And um, have you seen, uh, is it Blackfish? No, the haven't. You know, the documentary on Netflix? I watched it when I was in college, and it, it's, I mean, I already knew, like, putting a huge, several-ton animal mm-hmm. in a pool. Yeah. Like, and they're known for migrating across oceans. Yeah. That's not good. That's like putting it in prison, basically. And I mean, I know that great whites can't even be held captive. Oh my God. Could you imagine? They've tried. I I know they've tried. (laughs) That would be just awful. Yeah. They don't even make it three days. Yeah. Well, also, they just can't, they can't stop moving. No, or sharks, at least. Yeah. But, yeah, whales, it's so sad. And we've seen the, not just behavioral stuff that comes out of it, but the actual mutations that come out of it, too. Like the yeah. dorsal fin. Yeah. Uh, the collapsed dorsal fin was because of captivity and breeding in captivity. Like, that's not a thing in the wild. Mm. And they even mention that in this movie. Yep. But yeah, again, like this movie is super cheesy. I again, it's a kids movie. Yeah. And they're giving that message that is to make it digestible for kids. So it's it's bound to be like that. Yeah. I forgave it because I knew it was directed towards kids and for children's entertainment. Yes. But yeah, the the story itself is kind of weak. Yeah, it is. And rushed. Even though it's almost two hours, it's still kind of rushed. Yeah, it is. Which, I've seen shorter movies feel longer. Same. But not in a bad way. No. Yeah. One thing, I guess, because we are talking about putting a large animal like this in captivity, and, you know, the whole message behind this movie is that it is wrong to do this. And they're pointing at, they're basically pointing at SeaWorld and saying that this is not okay for anyone. And kind of just zoos in general, unless it is for the animal's betterment, like a lot of smaller zoos. um, I know the San Diego Zoo is actually pretty good. Yeah, but like, you know, for uh, endangered species, like how else are they going to... Sometimes there's just so little territory or so many predators that they can't live in the wild. Yeah. But for orcas, they're fine. Yeah, they're... They're fine. <laughs> they're pretty close to the top of the food chain in the ocean. Yeah, the only animals they don't bother in the wild are people. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that just says how terrifying we are as a species, but that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> yeah, when a f- species of... They're technically dolphins, right? No, they're whales, I think. I thought they were, like, closer to dolphins than they were whales. I don't know, but they are extremely smart, and they are terrifying because they will kill anything. Even moose. They will kill for fun. Yep. And that, I'm not exaggerating there. Yep. They will just kill a shark for fun. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. 
Like literally why I called it them the serial killers of nature. Yeah. They are sociopaths. Yeah. And, and you want to have that like with around children yes. performing tricks in a tiny little pool that is like maybe three times its size, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's a reason why a bunch of trainers have been killed. Yeah. So, yeah. I just, uh, even before I saw the documentary, I was kind of just done with that. Like, I don't want to support those kinds of businesses. Because, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people who work there, they have the best of intentions. But the corporate people behind it, it's kind of like the corporate people in the in the movie and mm-hmm. free willy they're just there to make money yeah and it was like um like ray said the trainer said like they just want to make a commodity out of them because mm-hmm. at the end of the day all that's all it is yep just a way to make money mm-hmm. and that's i mean we'll go into themes later but this is that's the biggest theme mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, one thing also I want to say is that they did actually use a real whale for for this movie, and it was the only Free Willy movie to use a real whale. Although they did use an animatronic for like when he's swimming in open water, obviously, and you know because they did use a whale that was in captivity, mm-hmm. and a lot of like probably things when they are with the humans. They probably used animatronic for that reason, where it's like, you don't know if this whale is just going to bite the kid. Yeah. Or even the adults, for that matter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they actually did use a whale from uh, Oregon, I think. Well, the whale wasn't from Oregon, but they, I guess this movie brought a lot of attention to how Kiko, the whale, was being held. And kind of like SeaWorld, in a very small tank for a whale. And the water was warm, which is, you know, temperature is a big thing for even us. Mm -hmm. But it's a big thing for animals that live in the ocean. Mm -hmm. And especially with migrating and doing that, they have to live in certain temperatures. Yeah. And certain pressures and all that. Like, it's even... It's probably even worse for those kinds of animals, which is why people are worried about the oceans right now with climate and everything, which makes a lot of sense. And we've seen those effects. Mm-hmm. Like one small change in temperature can destroy a whole coral. A whole entire coral reef. Coral reef, yeah. I mean, if you've had a saltwater tank with coral, you know how finicky they are. Have you? Yes. And? You forget to turn on the light one day. They're gone. Really? Pretty much, yeah. And just imagine that on a huge scale with a freaking whale. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's, it's, I mean, it's different because there are different species, different, you know, types of animals. Mm -hmm. But it's still the same case, just on a larger scale, on on a different scale. And so Kiko was in captivity for 22 years, which is the second longest a whale has lived in captivity. I don't know the longest. Probably the whale and blackfish, the original Shamu. Shamu. His name wasn't Shamu, was it? It was something else, and they just called it Shamu. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, I'm not. It's been years since I've watched it, and I haven't really brushed up on that. But 
He li- Kiko lived in 22, for 22 years in captivity. They finally released Kiko in 2002 or 2003. And then unfortunately, I guess Kiko didn't adjust to living in the wild as well because, you know, living in captivity. It's kind of like if you have like a lot of people get pet rabbits and they're bred and held in captivity and then they decide they don't want the rabbit anymore and they release the rabbit. Well, the rabbit has never lived in the wild before, doesn't, is even less aware of hawks and, you know, snakes and all of that. So it's just going to get gobbled right up. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I've seen that with reptiles too. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of people think it's really cool to get those pets for their kids, especially. The kid doesn't want it. And so they're just like, well, it's a wild animal. It's fine. No, it's not. If nope. you get it from a pet store, it's not. It's probably not from the wild. Yeah. More often than not. <laughs> yeah. And kind of similar, also not exposed to as many diseases or pests, parasites, all of that. Yeah. Same thing happened in this case. Kiko died of pneumonia in Norway, which he had probably never even been to Norway before that. Yeah. Because I, he may have been bred in captivity. I have no idea. But it's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So if you have an animal that you got, please give it to a responsible home. Yeah. Don't just release it to the wild thinking it'll be fine. Yeah. We've all seen those videos where people nurse a bird back to health and then it gets eaten. <laughs> or a mouse or mm-hmm. something. <laughs> yeah. So don't do it. Mm-hmm. Or give it to a shelter where they have responsible people who will take care of it. Preferably a no-kill shelter, but... Yeah. You never... I mean, with birds, you have to look into it. Or, like, with yeah. mice, rabbits. Uh-huh. It's it's even... They're even less abundant than dog and cat shelters, so... I know. Anyway. The character development seemed really rushed. How so? It just doesn't progress, doesn't progress, doesn't progress. Oh, hey, I'm fine with these people now. With Jesse, at least. Yeah, I get that. It's like, it's a kid's movie. Yeah, it's like at the very end, Mm -hmm. and it's very little resolution. Yeah. Yeah, but the resolution is Willie getting free, Mm -hmm. which is at the very, very, very end. Yep. They do the thing in the title. Yep. (laughs) Um, One thing I will say, I guess... With the script, originally it was supposed to be a little different with the characters. Really? Yeah. So apparently, Jesse was supposed to be mute and living with nuns instead of, you know, a kid, foster kid from the streets who gets adopted by these parents. So it's like, oh, that's kind of like, I guess they had a script supervisor look at it and was like, "Mm, no. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it's easier for... Also, if it's a kid's movie, kids are going to be like, what? Nuns? What are those? Yeah. What's a mute boy? Okay. Yeah. So. And not that there's any problem with it, but they were probably like, mm, yeah. Even though I guess it would have been good representation for that disability and that condition, but I don't know. It's Hollywood. Hey, you know what? I'm happy for the Tukatelamania representation in the boys so oh yeah for those of you who don't know what that is that's just 
stress pulling your hair out. Yeah. Big word for little thing, right? Yep, exactly. Speaking of the boys. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, this is very different, but the boys, if you haven't seen it on Amazon Prime, I mean, there have been tons of parodies of Free Willy. Like, I've seen, there's a Family Guy skit I know of. Family Guy parodies everything. Exactly. <laughs> but um, and didn't The Simpsons do something, too? Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, in the boys, they um, had a a part of like season one where the deep rescues a whale from a, a certain situation, but it it doesn't turn out quite as well for no. that whale. <laughs> We're not gonna get into it if you haven't seen it, but and I, it, it yeah yeah, and we probably shouldn't because it's uh, not yeah. great. Yeah, <laughs> but if you want to see it and you're of the age to see it. I would go check it out. It's also just an amazing show yeah. with great commentary in general. Yep. On more things than just superheroes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the basis for it, but it there's so much social commentary. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's amazing. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th I, I think you're right. The character development is pretty weak. Like, it's like the kid... Jesse doesn't really behave, and then it's like, hey, stop sneaking out. He continues sneaking out. They don't do anything about it, really. They, yeah. It's like, if you know the kid is sneaking out, shouldn't you be watching for that more? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Instead of just sh fool me once, shame on you. Fool, fool me, me twice, shame, shame on me. me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a kid's movie, so. Yep. I can't fault it for character development writing and stuff even though the writing is really just very base level yeah but i mean on the surface i still enjoyed the messages of it and yeah. speaking of i guess we can just get into that i guess so yeah the message of the movie is basically animals shouldn't be held in captivity for profit there should be a reason that they're in captivity right yeah and yeah there should be a reason for it and not just, like, it's a whale, it's cool, you know? Because at the end of the day, it is a very dangerous animal, kind of like tigers where, you know, a lot of people, are, it's very popular for, like, oh, going to a big cat rescue. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, <laughs> a lot of those are bred in captivity nowadays, yeah. like, sadly, and they are endangered species, mm -hmm. but it's... A lot of it, especially in the, because of the shows that have come out of it, the entertainment that's come out of it, it's really become commodified. Yes. But at the end of the day, that's a big cat that can easily just kill you in an yep. instant. Mm -hmm. Or like when people get chimps and the yep. chimp rips your arm off. Well. Guess what? It. That's what it does. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure, they're smart and capable of communication, but they're also, they can also be dangerous. Exactly. Also, I guess, on the human side of this, learn to accept what's going on around you. Because I think for a lot of this, I mean, they don't do a great job of executing it because they keep switching between Jesse and the whale and stuff. But Jesse's in denial of his situation with his mom. Mm -hmm. And I know he's really young and he thinks she'll come back, but facing the reality that 
she won't. And I know I'll never be in that situation, but I know it's hard and it's hard to come to that concept. And I guess if it was not geared towards kids as much, they could have lingered on that a little more. I feel like it would have been a little more meaningful dealing with his because it the way he's with his foster family is such a surface level plot point. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't delve into it that much. Like, yeah, he's trying to, like, the dad is trying to connect with him. It doesn't go through, and they're not really dealing with it as much as they should. It's just like, oh, that didn't work. So. Yeah. I feel like if they lingered on that a little more and focused on the human relationships, it could have been a little better. Yes. Totally agree. But, yeah, acceptance, I guess. Mm-hmm. The whole grieving process as a whole. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And understanding love? Yeah. Yeah. Understanding love with different relationships, like that whole, or like the whole conversation with uh, Jesse and his dad. I'm forgetting his name, but... Um, Glenn? Glenn, yes. Like Jesse and Glenn talking about, you know, love and how he sold his car because you can't love more than one thing. Which, that's kind of BS in my opinion. Well, they never said why he sold his car. It could have been for many different reasons. Yeah. Because sometimes financial situations just... Dictate it. It could have... Well, I mean, I can't speak for the movie because I wasn't part of making it. I wasn't alive yet. But if they're going through the foster care system to adopt... They could have tried first to conceive, mm-hmm. which is normal. Normally, the progression of couples when they're trying to have a child. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't think adoption should be the last resort. I think if you want to adopt, that's amazing. Yeah, but a lot of people start conceiving. They realize they can't have a child. They try fertility medication. And other means, which were becoming a lot more popular at that time, too. Yeah. So they tried that, which is very expensive. Even with insurance, it's really, really pricey. Yeah. And at that time, a 50s Thunderbird could go for a lot. Exactly. So, and if you want to start a family, you would do anything Mm -hmm. if you really want that. Yeah, exactly. And... At the end of the day, what's more important, a car or a person? Yeah. So. Like, in that whole bout of where we had COVID and we're going on vacation, my dad got in a motorcycle accident. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm more worried about you than I am the motorcycle. Well, yeah, it's like whenever, like, um, I've been in a couple car accidents, not when I was driving, but... Whenever, like, my parents found out about it, it's like, as long as you're okay. we Like, the car is replaceable. You are not replaceable. Exactly. And I was told that when I got my PI, my powered industrial truck certification, so that's like forklifts and stuff. Okay. <laughs> the, the product is replaceable. The equipment is replaceable. You are not replaceable. Yeah. And that's very important. Well, that was kind of a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I think we've exhausted the themes. Yeah. Do you recommend this movie and what would you recommend it for? Eh, if you're if you're tired of watching the same kids movies over and over again, go for it. Yeah, it is I will say it is different. Mm-hmm. And um 
if you I think it would be a good movie for educating your kids too. Mm-hmm. And if they're really interested in marine life, I think it would be good to teach them with this movie. And it would be a good family night, I think. It's a kids movie, so I just it if you have kids, you're in a you have a family night, go for it. Yeah. But if I don't know if I would just watch it as an adult by myself or with a date or something. Yeah, same. Like, uh, yeah, I'm a little above that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just mentally, developmentally. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be it for us this episode. Let's go to the movie generator and see what we'll get next time. All right. The connection from 2014. All right. Um, it's a French movie. Okay. I guess I have to hit some of the rust off of my French. Right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I've seen a couple French films, but I've never heard of this one. Neither have I. Yeah. It'll be... I'm trying to see if I can... If I recognize any of the names. I don't. Okay. So that'll be interesting. Is this our first foreign language film? No. No, we had the one in Italian. Oh, that one. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that was so good too. Yeah, um, no. Oh man. Ah, uh, yeah. So this is our first French film, not our first foreign yeah. film. Yeah. Okay, awesome. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Really Random Movie Reviews. Again, sorry for our long um, hiatus there. I guess we're starting a new season of our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, there we go. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.